Hello and welcome back to the Keeper Lit Podcast with me, your host, Tara Gallagher. Okay, so hello and welcome back to the Keeper Lit Podcast. So today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about sleep and the importance of having a sleep routine. This kind of comes from a lot of the Thrive gals um, who were saying that their sleep is very poor and their energy levels and stuff are quite low. Um, But they were like doing really, I was going to say thriving. Well, they are thriving. They're doing really well and everything, but their sleep was one thing that I noticed a lot of them were struggling with. Now, some people can't like help it as such because a lot of them are shift workers or potentially students who are working a lot who are training quite late Um, and then there's just generally some people who are like I don't put my phone down early enough so I just want to reiterate the importance of sleep it is one of the most underrated and I think probably the most underrated thing that can help you in your health and fitness journey and I genuinely don't think that there's much that a good night's sleep can't fix or can't heal you know when you're feeling absolutely terrible or you wake up from like a bad night's sleep you're just like in a bad mood everything goes terribly and equally if you then go to bed have a really great night's sleep you wake up and you feel you know unreal and like you could take on the entire world and sometimes you're literally just down a little bit because your sleep isn't good or sometimes you're trying to do absolutely everything but you're like I don't have enough hours in the day you're trying to fit everything in and you're not prioritizing your sleep so you're yes you're eating well yes you're training hard yes you're doing everything you're thriving in your work you're doing everything but you're not looking at your sleep and you're like well why do I feel so shit And it's simply because you are not sleeping well. And it's so important to sleep and to rest with the same intensity that you give out. And I think people don't um, remember that enough. Like per sleep can be linked to impaired concentration the next day. Your judgment of things isn't as good if you feel tired um, and more fatigued and like you've had a poor sleep. And it's also linked to show that if you have a poor sleep, you are higher at a higher chance of like incidents or accidents. So you quite hear this quite often, like somebody has maybe just done a night shift or somebody's very tired or they fell asleep with the wheel or, you know, your work in general. I know myself on a night shift and whenever I was working in the hospital, I would have to like check people's ID nearly three times because I was like, I'm so tired. I don't even nearly know what I'm doing in my head. Like, obviously, you know what you're doing, but like, the difference in the mistakes at nighttime versus during the daytime is like night and day. You know what I mean? Like you can clearly tell the differences and quite often mistakes that happen in, for example, even hospitals are generally at nighttime and that's literally linked to research. So um, I completely know that poor sleep does lead to that and tiredness does lead to poor um, incidents and accidents or more of them rather. Um, And then also long-term lack of sleep. So you quite often hear people like, and I'm not trying to scare anyone, but like long-term lack of sleep is not good for you. That's why shift workers as well will um, know that themselves, that on the long-term, if you're constantly doing night shifts, you are at a higher risk of having health issues, not just people who do shifts, but people who have poor sleep in general. Um, You're at a higher risk of health issues like heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, obesity, depression, and ultimately at a risk of death, which is insane, but research all points that way. So it just shows you how important sleep is. And like I said, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to um, allow you to understand how important sleep is for you, okay? Um, so there are things that can help sleep and things that can hinder sleep. Let's talk a little bit about things that can hinder sleep because we know that we're all guilty of those, right? Caffeine is one of them. Um, so caffeine obviously can hinder sleep. Caffeine has a very long half-life. So ideally you will cut caffeine out about midday, but if you are having that later cup of coffee, I'm very guilty of it. You know, maybe you're just wrecked and you're like, I'm gonna have a coffee later. That will um affect your sleep later on. Um, or you might not even notice it, but it is affecting your sleep. And people who often change or take that caffeine out and swap it for decaf do notice a difference in being able to switch off essentially at nighttime. Alcohol impairs your sleep. 
late night eating can impair your sleep however not so much that like there's anything wrong with late night eating but some people just find that obviously the energy they get from eating more at night time or that feeling of bloatedness sometimes can inhibit their sleep not that again eating late or just before bed because some people have to is really bad that's not the case it's just that some people find that if they eat later at night they're just not able to fall asleep as um quickly as other people and I definitely know that to be true for myself because after a long day in the hospital first of all I'm wired and I find it very hard to like get into a sleep routine um or go to sleep quite early because you finish at eight o'clock right like there's no time to wind down you get home you eat your dinner where's your wind down time like you've had no time off never mind wind down time so um I know that if I eat a lot later at in the evenings um on a long day or just before bed it just takes me generally longer to fall asleep um noise also impacts that we know that heat if you're over like heated if you're too warm can impact it and also the light exposure before bed so blue light um on your phone just bright lights in general can also impact your sleep as well so those are all things that we kind of want to um i suppose reduce if not eliminate and because it's not always possible to eliminate those things but it is important to remember that we can essentially reduce some of those things and i find myself like even i have to get into a routine and that's what i'm going to talk a little bit about um is how we can basically improve sleep i don't want people to keep looking at all the things that we know that's not good for ourselves because ultimately we do know and we are aware of it and if you are listening to this and you do suffer with poor sleep and you haven't really taken action from it um or action to go and help it you need to realize that it's only you that can do that and um, so some people will start taking supplements and all this stuff but like if you're not going back to the basics um and about the things i'm about to talk to now then you know a supplement's not going to just switch you off unless you're taking a sleeping tablet um like magnesium yes can help you wind down and reduce stress levels but it's not going to literally make you fall asleep straight away do you know what i mean and um, you need to kind of get into a little bit of um, a sleep routine or improve your sleep hygiene in general so i'm actually going to talk a little bit about um the things that help sleep and then i'm going to go on to the sleep routine that i want everyone to try or um, maybe take away something from it that they can add into their sleep routine so things that help sleep and research shows all of this um first of all sex and masturbation actually um and you can look into that yourself but it is factually true and i'm sure you know it yourself and um, you fall right to sleep straight after that um which is fantastic and then physical activity can also be very very good um to help you fall asleep in the day in general some people are like it's really bad to work out really late at night it's not always really bad to work out late at night or in the evening however people who are doing very high intensity or very vigorous training very close to their bedtime it can have a negative impact on your sleep so say if you're just doing like a general like strength training workout or something like that um you might find it absolutely fine or if you're but alternatively if you're going and you're doing a hit session or you're doing crossfit or you're doing like maybe a really intense GAA session you will find it a lot harder to switch off so physical activity very vigorously and very intensely it's not going to help your sleep but just general working out later or in general in the day will help your sleep and um, you will be a little bit more tired out and you will find that you're sleeping better journaling is also great for it um a wind down routine which i'm going to talk about a little bit later consistent sleep schedule and some early morning light exposure as well has been linked to better sleep as well which is unreal because those are all little things that we can um actually implement into our sleep routine she flicks the page like I feel like sometimes I'm like in a diary of a CEO when you flick the page Um, sometimes people are like you should just write it out on your laptop but I just I'm an old school gal I'm a pen and paper gal all right so what we're going to talk about now is the most important bit and yes it did take me about seven minutes to get into this but it's how can we 
improve not improve improve our sleep routine how can we improve it um because a lot of people will be like i'm very busy or i've got this late at night or i'm a shift worker or i just can't switch off um and then it's also the other people who are like scrolling on tiktok or scrolling on instagram or you know find things to do late at night time now i'm also not saying that you can't be an evening person i personally am someone who likes to get like a good amount of sleep and i am not like a late night worker or anything like that there's other people who are like that but I'm not like that okay so I'm just talking to like the general people who are going to bed at a realistic time and who are trying to get their average like what six to nine hours sleep right um obviously six is on the lower side of this but yeah averaging 78 hours a night would be absolutely ideal for everybody anyway what we can do is create a sleep routine or improve essentially our sleep hygiene and whenever I say that to people like what do you mean and I'm like you can set up a little routine just like you would in the morning set up a wind down routine and actually something that I read online was saying the sun doesn't just turn on and off so it doesn't get to a certain time the sun just goes okay I'm off now no it literally sets and it winds itself down and it becomes nighttime. We need to do the exact same um, and we need to make sure that we're being consistent in it. The same way that you would be consistent in the gym, you want to essentially be consistent with your routine as best as you can at nighttime. So even if it's like, okay, there's two nights I know I definitely can't be consistent, but it can be consistent the other nights, then that's completely fine. So I know, for example, my routine, five nights out of the week are going to be quite consistent. And then there's two nights where I work a long day and they're going to be a little bit different. But it's important to just know that consistency over time is what we're looking for we're not trying to be perfect we're just trying to be consistent all right um and setting I suppose a little bit of a realistic routine because sometimes you're like oh how can I improve my sleep and people are like okay well if you buy this 300 pound under eye masks and you buy this lamp that is like gonna pour rain from the roof and set the sun in your room and play baby noises you know you will fall asleep better yeah fair enough but that's not accessible accessible to absolutely everybody and also I was thinking about this and I was like you know what a sleep routine is actually so genius right and I actually have a sleep routine myself but we're like so hesitant to have a sleep routine like we're so hesitant to try these things but yet we will complain about a lack of sleep the same way that whenever or I don't I mean I don't have a baby but if you have a baby or you know babies in general like when you were younger like your parents had a nighttime routine for you to understand that like it was time to slow down now it's time to go to bed right and you don't just know that right you go through your like what toddler years or from like one to two to three and that is something that is like so ingrained in you you put your pajamas on you brush your teeth you read a book before bed and then you go to sleep like your parents are winding you down like they don't give you sugary sweets at night time the same way that adults probably shouldn't give themselves coffee at night time all of these little things are like basically going back to your childhood and you can see how important it was yeah when we're adults we get that whole thing of like i don't have a routine i don't need one i don't have a bedtime whatever but actually it's really beneficial and it's really important if you want to be um able to like be productive in your work if you want to be able to lift heavy if you want to be able to even be in a calorie deficit or you know laugh a little bit more and look after yourself in general you want to make sure that you're protecting your sleep so what can we do is create a small little routine so i'm going to give you an example of a good routine that i personally do and it doesn't take ages sometimes i leave a few steps out sometimes I don't do it at all but most of the time I generally do so it starts with your phone because we all know that our phones are the enemy sometimes we can't get off at the night time and we need to remember that our phones and our algorithms on our phones are literally designed to keep us on there so it's not that you're like nearly addicted to the phone for example we probably not for example 
in general we probably are a little bit addicted to our phones but they aren't helping us okay like they are giving us more and 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 it's so hard to pull yourself away but often now i'm literally like tara is this beneficial to you or are you just doing this for like no apparent reason and if that's the case stop so you need to set a phone time like where you stop using your phone i actually really recommend i'm sure androids have this but iphones have it it's like a bedtime routine and um i'll put it actually on my instagram stories and i'll put it as a highlight like how to switch your bedtime um or your sleep i think it's called sleep on your iphone um your sleep routine on where basically you can set your phone to like wind down 45 minutes before you're going to go to bed so it doesn't give you any notifications and you can actually even set it to like certain people can give you notifications so like say if you live on your own you're like i want like notifications to come through from my mom or whatever um you can set that like your mom can give you notifications but everyone else can't and it's just a really good way to not go on your phone because we all know that like as soon as the notification pops up we're like okay we'll just go on for two minutes reply to that but then 25 minutes later you're still on instagram you're still scrolling so it's really important to remember to either turn your phone on airplane mode switch it off turn the notifications off or ideally set that sleep routine because i think it's a really natural thing and even you forget like so every night now it comes on 45 minutes before and i'm like oh it's like time to wind down now like it's time to start my nighttime routine um and you can set it whether it's 30 minutes before whether it's 45 whether it's an hour it's up to you but it's it's so good and so valuable so i would recommend setting that um and putting your phone down the next thing that i always do at night time is i switch off the main lights and i i would switch on like the bedside lamp or I have a Lumi and if anyone knows what a Lumi is it's basically an alarm clock that rises the sun in your room and it also can set the sun I like to put it on like like as if it's setting um and I will just use that as my light in my room if not I'll put on the lamp but I will try and turn off the big main lights um because it affects our melatonin um and it basically if we have bright lights on it kind of doesn't tell our body that it's like evening time um it basically that's also why we get like seasonal depression right like why it's so dark and so dull and you can't like you're like why do i feel like this it's because you had like absolutely no light exposure the same way that if you keep the lights on constantly your body's also not going to know when to wind down so it's really important to remember to try and turn off the big lights put on the wee ones even light a wee candle if you want um whatever it's up to you but reduce your light exposure that will really really help and it will set this the tone and it's also so nice as well then i'll put my pajamas on i'll do my skincare and brush my teeth and then i will grab my journal generally journaling i like to do in the morning but if i am anxious i will do what i like to call a pre-bed brain dump and this is something i really recommend to anybody who has like an overdriving brain when they go to sleep like quite often people are like i can't sleep like my brain doesn't switch off first of all it's probably because you've been overstimulated or second of all it could be because like you're worrying about something or your, your work is so busy and like you're just like oh my god thinking nearly of tomorrow and you can't get it out of your head or you can't stop going through the steps of today what i like to do is a pre-bed brain dump and research is really positive for this people who actually do this tend to I think it was on average go to sleep like nine minutes earlier than other people now nine minutes doesn't seem like much but in general i think it just helps reduce the anxiety of the day so you can even get your journal out and write down brain dump i would write down like everything that went well that day like gratitudes anything like that there but also i would write my to-do list for the next day and that way i'm like okay it's out of my brain now i know i have to do it i won't forget it it's on that page and I can just leave it there and now I can go to bed, I can rest and I'll literally just pick it up in the morning. The same way that sometimes if I'm really worrying about something and I go to bed and I'm like, I can't get this out of my head, I will grab my journal, I will write down what I'm worrying about and I'm like, I'm probably not going to stop worrying about that like, you know, tomorrow, but I can just pick up the worry again tomorrow. I don't need the worry to be with me right now. Like I need to sleep um, and it can be really, really beneficial to just get it out of your head onto the paper and even leave 
I like this is ridiculous probably but I leave the journal like in eyesight to be like I know where it is you know like it's the same way when you're a kid you're probably studying for something you like slept with it under your pillow because you were like if I sleep with it under my pillow I won't forget it um but it's the same kind of way with your journal like it's probably just psychological but a pre-bed brain dump for anyone who has a busy mind or an anxious mind or is worrying about anything or just in general can't like get their brain to switch off this is literally next level like this will help you so much um, and as well as that you can do it as like a spider diagram like it doesn't have to be like my name is Tara and I am worried about this like whatever way flows for you um is perfect like you can do it in bullet points you can do it in sentences whatever way it is um I think it's really 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 positive so I would recommend trying to do that um as like a little routine if you can now again that for me would be more on the nights where I know my brain can't switch off or if I'm like oh I just want to kind of wind down a lot more on night shifts I find that doesn't work or not night shifts sorry on long days where I'm like super late at night coming back from work I find that like I wouldn't fit that one in but I would be able to do my pajamas skincare lights off um phone off and the next one reading a book is is so good like for people who don't read books like I know that maybe reading books isn't for you but also have you tried since you were a kid like have you found a book that you enjoy because honestly when your imagination goes to another place it also distracts your brain from like real life and it can be really beneficial for you I recommend not doing anything that's like self-help um or non-fiction I think best at night time it's it's better to something like quite creative or something where your mind can kind of wander so I recommend like fiction books um and they're really really good even if it's just five pages it doesn't have to be like 10 pages it can just be like five um or even just like I'm gonna read a chapter or if even after the 10 pages you're like my brain is still going like I I need to keep going like you're better off reading than you are reaching for your phone and I think at night time whenever even you go to sleep and you wake up in the middle of the night or you find that you can't go to sleep I try my best to not reach for my phone at all like even no matter how much I'm struggling I'm like Tara don't get your phone because if you get your phone it's only going to be worse like you're only going to push it back further like who has ever grabbed their phone and falling asleep from it no one like nobody does that so try and keep your phone out of your hand even if you are struggling rather than reaching for your phone reach for a book um, and it can be really beneficial and yeah just try it like literally even one page or one sentence or whatever it is um it's really really beneficial for you um the next thing is the environment that you're sleeping in make sure that it's like quite cool but you're cozy make sure that it's quiet dark sleep masks can be really good I know whenever I was doing like night shift specifically and even in general if you're if you don't have blackout style like curtains or blinds what are you actually doing how do you do that um it's really important to try and keep it as dark as you possibly can um and especially like I said if you're on shifts I know that makes such a difference the next day when you're going to sleep is to have completely blackout or even a sleep mask and it can be really beneficial as well so the environment that you're sleeping in is super important you know when you're really hot and sweaty and too warm it's not comfortable for you um at all so make sure that your conditions are nice the other thing I want to say is caffeine, okay? Um, so that's, sorry, I should probably finish off what I was talking about, but that's pretty much it on a little routine. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, it does not have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be every single night, but if you can be consistent with it, and if you are someone who is struggling with your shifts or with turning your brain off or just in general, like detaching from your phone, remember that you're the only one who can change it. Um, and I know all of the things that I'm talking about you're like well I do put my pajamas on I do do my skincare but like do you do it with intention or do you do it while you're half scrolling your phone or do you do it with all the lights on or do you even tell yourself okay it's wind down time the same way that the sun doesn't just turn on 
on and off you can't just turn on and off and um, even for people who sleep quite quickly um I used to be one of those people I used to be one of those people who were able to literally just hit the pillow and fall straight to sleep now since I've started running my own business I am unable to sleep at night time like my brain just doesn't switch off so I find the pre-bed brain dump one of the most underrated things as well as the book like adding those two in were just something that was able to wind my head off and like distract my brain nearly um, and very very beneficial so I know that these won't always relate to everyone but even at different times in your life or um, for different people they might relate to um, you so you don't have to do every single step but just creating a little routine for you is really really beneficial so please give it a go and um, I promise you that it will be a benefit and let me know how you get on let me know how you get on um or if you have any other recommendations as well um obviously there's science behind everything that I'm talking about but I'm not going to bore you or I'm not going to go into all of the hows and the whys and the what's and the whens like if you want to research that you can or listen to a, an intelligent podcast you can I'm trying to make this as normal as possible and as real life as possible and um, so the same thing when I was saying on night on the long days that I come back um from work it's funny because I probably work later on coaching than I do on the days that I'm in the shift work but um I just find it so hard to like I suppose wind down because on the shift days obviously like you're working whatever but like I just find that like from eight to eight in the day you're just in that one place you're working at that one thing but like I don't have the freedom to go for a walk during the day or you know take breaks like we only get one lunch break um and quite often like if it's raining outside you can't get any sun exposure in the winter especially it's like you wake up and it's dark you go to bed and it's dark and like you don't get any sun exposure so on those times I really really try and get some sun exposure or light exposure by um getting out at lunchtime even for five minutes or for me the Lumi the light I know they're not the most cheapest things in the world but I think you can get like dupes of them on Amazon now um is really beneficial so the sun rises basically in our bedroom and um, whenever we wake up and I just find like that nice light exposure and even when I'm actually working from home during the day I will turn the Lumi on full blast so it's like super nice and like bright and airy and it's not the type of light that like blinds you it's just like nice and soft um so I would recommend if you are looking for a new alarm clock or something like that the Lumi is absolutely fantastic um and has been very beneficial for me but when I get back from the shifts there's just something where I'm like I feel like I've had no me time that's quite often when I'm like okay well I'm going to scroll on Instagram or I'm going to watch this or I'm going to watch that but ultimately I know if I do that it's not really of benefit to me so I do try and enforce some sort of a routine where I'm like okay I fi- I'll finish work at eight I'll get home and try and eat by nine because I don't live that far away um and then like by half 10 11 like I have to wind down and I have to go to bed because otherwise I know I haven't had very much time to myself but equally it's it's just not good for you um and it's not beneficial for you um to be scrolling on your phone that late at night especially when you're waking up the next day to go on to another 12-hour shift like it's not good so try and get something that is beneficial and that works for you but you don't have to be perfect you just have to be consistent um caffeine though I did want to talk about this one so um obviously we know caffeine is a stimulant now caffeine's not bad and I'm not saying to stop drinking coffee we all know that I am an absolute whore or a or a, a flat white slut like I would come out and I'd say that like I'm obsessed like I literally said to my sister the other day I was like you know in life they're like what just makes you happy I'm like that one taste of a flat white like I don't need anything else I literally don't need anything else like maybe like my boyfriend my family and a flat white like that's me and the basics people want like Louis Vuitton bags or Ferraris no I want like a decent flat white and that's all I want and it brings me so much joy so I will not be cutting out my coffee but I know that if I have coffee after a certain day 
or after a certain time rather it definitely keeps me overstimulated um ideally you would stop drinking caffeine from like midday or eight hours before you plan to go to bed that is the perfect time to cut off coffee because it has a very long half-life so the effects of it are still ongoing hours later um however i know that like i used to drink coffee all the time at 5 p.m when i was on long days um or before night shift i'd be like i'll have a coffee or even now when i'm like trying to bust through work i'll have a coffee a little bit later but the point is is that it's not about those one or two days that you need that extra stimulation of coffee. It's just about in general, if you can try and reduce your amount of coffee after midday or for me, midday is a wee bit early. So I'm like 2 p.m. is my cutoff point. I'm like no coffee after 2 p.m. Um, Even if you are the kind of person who drinks coffee till 6 p.m., try 4 p.m. And then next week, try 2 p.m. And then the week after, try bring it to midday. Like go slow. It doesn't have to be like you can't have coffee after 12 or whatever like that's a flat out rule if you drink coffee till 6 p.m try and strip it back even to 3 p.m and see do you notice the difference try and strip it back even further and um, because the later you have it the more impact it is going to have on your sleep so um just try your best to reduce it a little bit and you don't even have to like stop it it's probably a placebo thing where you're like i need to have that coffee at a certain time um, and obviously we know caffeine impacts people very very differently so everyone is going to react to it very differently some people like my boyfriend for example Niall he can literally drink coffee right before bed and he can sleep like a baby um I, I couldn't be able to do that now and I know there's people who literally can't drink coffee at all because they get the shakes and they get so anxious from it and um, so remember that you might be like oh I really need that coffee but you mightn't realize the impact that's actually having on you if you are an anxious person or you are overthinking and I definitely know for me from starting like my business um, and like the sleepless nights and like the panic and the worry and the anxiety was definitely heightened when I was having ca- caffeine a little bit later now it didn't fix it but it definitely helped it so um 100% I would recommend trying to reduce it a little bit so for me it's 2 p.m swap for a decaf as well because like I said it's the placebo of being like I need this coffee if you have a decaf you wouldn't even realize the funny thing is if you went to a barista and you were like I want a coffee and she gave you decaf most people would not realize that that's decaf like 99% of people I would say don't realize that and they would probably in fact act as if they've had caffeine and probably be a little bit more motivated so just swap it for decaf and try that and see how you get on all right so the whole point of this was talking a wee bit about sleep and it's talking a wee bit about how you can create a routine I definitely was faffing whilst I was talking around it but I do want these to be a wee bit conversational and I wanted to get you thinking a little bit about how you can add different things into your routine again it doesn't have to be perfect you don't have to go buy in absolutely mental stuff these are all things that are very easy and accessible to you and can vastly improve your sleep and remember if you can improve your sleep you will be able to improve your mood your productivity your training your life in general you'll have more energy and um, if you're absolutely zonked all of the time your sex drive is probably in the bin as well so remember that and um, that's also going to be impacted as well so everything in your life can be basically fixed with a good night's sleep so try it see how you get on and go from there and again you don't have to go from zero to 100 real quick like even if you implement swapping the lights or just turn on your phone for the first week or even if you just intentionally say to yourself i'm winding down now and read one page of a book like something is infinitely better than nothing and imperfect action is better than perfect inaction so trying your best is the only thing I could ask you or recommend for you to do rather okay so go slay any of my thrive girlies who are listening to this you know the crack we've already spoke about it we want to try and implement a little bit of a sleep or nighttime routine see if we can try and help you there and yeah we will 
keep thriving yeehaw um if you enjoyed this episode remember to please give it a thumbs up and please rate the podcast on spotify or apple Podcasts or wherever you were listening to this i really really appreciate it especially anyone who is sharing it on their stories um and tagging me honestly means the world to me because it also means that it's getting out to more people and that means i'm helping more people which is my absolute goal in this life so thank you so much if you have any other questions or you want to work with me or find out any more um all of the information will be in the podcast description below so you can just click on there and yeah we can go thriving together anyway have a fantastic day and keep her lit